So you've got oh, you've got a certain amount of character points. Specifically, you have twenty. And you start by buying points in your stats, right? So it's a number of CP character points equal to the number of points the character currently has in that stat. Does that make sense? So you get one for free, right? All the stats start in one. Cool. So then two costs two, three costs three. Four costs four. Two costs one. Three costs two. Because it's what's okay. current. Okay. That makes sense? Four costs three. Five costs four. And that's the maximum for stats. Pricey quick. And skills use the same pool of character points? If you want to train a skill, it costs one point. If you want to master a skill... That's a, then another two points. Another two points. That makes sense. So mastering a skill completely from bottom, from untrained, would be three points. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It is advised that game masters do not allow players to master any skills unless the adventure is heroic or higher, which this one isn't. Good to know. So what I would, I would spread it out more. You, all, you can also save some character points to buy some backgrounds. Which can give you like extra starting cash or a hideout, something to owe you a favor. Maybe you've got a vehicle or some reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all you spend those character points on. Nice and simple. What? <laughs> I'm thinking probably a blend of like physique and intellect. Like the idea of either being a pilot or like a rig jockey or a combination of the two depending on skill points. How do we get you a battle rig then? I, I wouldn't assume I would have one for the majority of <laughs> no, the adventure. No, you wouldn't necessarily have one, but they're yeah. everywhere. And if exactly. one's unattended, like, like I said, how do, we get, how do we get you one? Uh, GTR? <laughs> Grand Theft Rig? <laughs> Well, that sounds more like a like a traditional Grand Theft Auto game done on like the high seas. Mm. Just, just pull them out and then you know just throw them because nobody wears seatbelts. <laughs> the dystopian future that GTA presents to us, or past, depending on which game depending you're, you're playing. playing. Yeah. About how much do backgrounds usually cost? Well, it depends on the level, right? Like, you can spend one point to get... Let's start with cash, right? Maybe you want some cash in your background. Like, you started out with uh, inheritance or, like, some extra spending money, whatever. If you spent one point, you get 50 bucks. If you spent two points, you get 100 bucks. Three points would give you 400 bucks. Does that make sense? However, characters are limited to three points worth of cumulative backgrounds for this adventure. Because it's standard. It's like a Mm low-level adventure. So don't save any more than three. Got it. Yeah. If if you want backgrounds. You don't don't need them. Mm -hmm. 
They're purely like, oh, I want to start with a motorcycle, or oh, I want a little bit extra spending cash, or I want somebody to owe me a small favor, or you know, like it's not vital. You could completely ignore the background; it's not necessary. Yeah, well, save them, then see what they are, and sure. And then if they don't like you, don't like it, you can you can pump them back in. Yeah, yeah. somewhere else. Now, when it comes to name and nationality and stuff like that, mm-hmm. obviously I can help you with that. I'll let you know, like, what the nations are, where we're going to be playing, specifically, like, in the in the geography of the world, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, what those people are generally known for, in, like, a really broad sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Sweeping brush strips. So, when it comes to backgrounds, is there one that could get me my own plate? If you buy a background, personal vehicle background, mm-hmm. at two, mm-hmm. you could start with a luxury car or a labor rig, which is like an industrial you know, rig, nice. a rocket pack, yeah. <laughs> a plane, Don't tempt me. or a freighter airship. Ooh. Go on Zeppelin, boys. Oh, yeah, it's very tempting, yeah. <laughs> Just, get us there. Just as an explanation for like what I'm doing and where I go, I like that. If you spent three points, you could get a fighter plane, a seaplane, a heavy freighter airship, a recon airship, or a battle rig, which is as close to Gundam as you're gonna get. Yeah, seaplanes are so cool. Okay, uh, what's the difference between brawn and athletics? Brawn is for like fisticuffs. Oh, like application um, of sorry. strength, maybe? No, no, that's that's wrong. Brawn is like lifting and breaking uh, yeah. objects with your strength. Okay. Athlet- athletics is more traversal and athletics is running, swing. climbing, and swimming. Okay. Cool. Plus swinging on ropes, balancing, throwing weapons like grenades and, and knives. What exactly is security? Security is uh, picking locks and uh, trap making. Okay. Basically, basically, knowledge of forms of security and how to uh, bypass those things. Is there a certain number of knacks we get? Yes. Cost. Yes, there are a certain number of knacks. Okay. The knacks don't cost any character points. You just get three skills three. to pick nice. that you have knacks attached to. 
Alright, I am definitely going to take mechanics and probably rig handling as knacks, just so everyone knows. Do they have to be trained skills? No, you could have a knack for something that you don't have training in. Like, it's, it's sort of like an innate, like, mm. I just happen to be casually good at this, but I'm not formally trained. Do I want any present skills? <laughs> well, I'm not taking present skills. I may just throw like a knack for diplomacy in there. That sounds like a good idea. Which is intimidation. I mean, if you want to go intimidation, go for it. But it's the, the, it only works I when you're my, in the rig. Mm-hmm. I, I have my battle <laughs> rig. <laughs> Or is that how you that that's your diplomacy is? <laughs> just I'd like to use brawn as my diplomacy. Mm. Look at me break this rock. Don't you want to make deals with me? <laughs> just imagine with me if this was your bone. The the American crunch. style of negotiation. Ah uh-huh, yes. The so, true art of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, nobody. I made a one-note character. Sure. Yeah. Did you actually put mastered as any of your skills? I thought we couldn't do that, so I did. You're, just you're checking. Just, you're encouraged you're, not. To. Yeah, you were heavily not. suggested not to. But yeah, it's pretty one-sided. So you're all physical. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta get those sweet intellect skills, though. Yeah, I'll put. Knack for diplomacy. That sounds fun. I picked linguistics. Ooh, nice. Now, the good thing about linguistics, actually, is that um, it doesn't determine, like, how many languages you know. You make a check when you try to speak or understand a language that's other than your own. And if you succeed... Then you have it. I mean, you'll you'll probably still have to you'll have to make future checks, but like, you're not limited by. Oh, I only know English, French, and Spanish. Like, Cause I know there was another system that did. If you succeeded, you have it. But if you failed, then you failed it. You cannot succeed on it again until you get like training. That feels like a Call of Cthulhu type thing. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Because there might have been like stories. It is. It must have been something else. Because Call of Cthulhu been, breaks out each language. Because it may have been like Call of Cthulhu or Delta Green as well. Hmm. Okay. That's uh, so what I want my next to be. We'll do So I went with the two points to get a light transport airship for that background. So, yes, can you hear about backgrounds now? Yes, yes, backgrounds. Um, so you spent two points, so you can get a freighter airship. Freighter airship. Yeah, the, the, like a heavy freighter. Yeah, I guess technically it is a light, light freighter. Yeah. I'll use freighter instead of transport. So you, so you're, you, so that's a, that's like a Zeppelin. That's a proper, like, okay, just as long as you're aware. But they, yeah. when they say airship, they mean like. Yeah. I'm imagining yeah. this person as like a merchant who's also skilled in, like, was originally a startup using rigs and stuff like that, got enough money, now does kind of that transport job. 
So the options for backgrounds are cash, job, hideout, personal vehicle, favor, and reputation. What's job? Um, you have a source of dependable income as long as you keep turning up for work. For instance, if you spent one point on the job background, you'd get $25 a month, you'd start with $10 starting cash, and you, you'd do like shift work in a bar. Right? That's the kind of example of work you would do. And that higher points? For instance, if you spent three, you get 100 bucks a month, $40 starting cash, and you have a decent job, meaning it's not like unpleasant, you know. <laughs> Not factory work. Characters in Age of Steel are not intended to be incredibly rich. Mm. Uh, okay. You you still are adventuring for some reason. So the job would be long term cash, and then cash would of course be like money up front. Okay. Right. So what's the cash levels again? Fifty, a hundred, and four hundred. Do we not start with cash if we don't pick that? No, you do start with cash. So this is just extra, extra. Okay. And what about reputation? Reputation. If you spend one point, you are famous to a small group of people. Two points, you're famous to a large group of people. Three points, you are famous to a huge number of people. The examples they have for that in order are like um, local hero of a small town, well-respected poet, and movie star. Right? In order of reputation. Rep may lower the difficulty value of certain checks, like Charm or Intimidate, if the NPC in question has heard of the character. That's not going to be useful for me. I'm a ghost <laughs> investigator. Just out in the middle of nowhere. Investigating uh, a, 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 mar a marijuana field. Yeah, yeah. That, that only worked out half well. Let me go, demon. I still can't believe we, we spent 20 minutes of that talking about how we need to find a squirrel to throw on the transfer <laughs> to make it look like it was an accident. Okay. Uh, Since you asked, Robert, by the way, you start out with $350. And some clothing. Sweet. So relative to how things cost, is that a decent amount of money? If you wanted to buy a, let's say an axe, that would be forty dollars. Mm. A grenade would be twenty dollars. A silk vest, fifty dollars. Flak armor is two hundred dollars. Mm. Oh, that goes my money. Expensive clothing is $25 and up. Hot weather gear, $30. Burglar's tools, $60. A field radio, $100. Oh. A horse, $200. So you can't buy your horse a flak jacket. If you wanted to take a no airship for you, like a local distance, mm -hmm. 5 to $50, depending on the distance. Long distance uh, air shipping, air of you, right? $100 to $250. Mm -hmm. 
Spaceship travel makes decent money. Hmm. A bottle of spirits, two bucks. Nice. An extravagant meal, five bucks. At least the booze are cheap. A dose of morphine, twenty dollars. Ooh. <laughs> Meanwhile, a deluxe simulacra, you know, one of the clanks, the robots, right? $900. Can't start with one. Well, a deluxe one. Is, a, is there a, a non A monotask simulacra, 200 bucks. But it does one thing. Mm-hmm. I, I taught it how to land the Zeppelin. I have no idea how to land myself. It can't take off. It yeah, it just lands. <laughs> so you set it up, and then you say, all right, for the last just 20 minutes, minutes, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Yep. Hopefully everything will be fine. <laughs> you had one job. With Zeppelins, is it just pointing the fans down, or is it letting out hot air? I don't know. I don't know. Yes. I programmed you to soak up bullets. Because... I, I you wouldn't even need hot, like hot a logic. You wouldn't even need like a, 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 a card in there because they have a <laughs> flap at the top to let out air. Mm-hmm. Just like oh, uh, oh. pop the flap a little. Do I want more starting money? Because or do I want one? One point is like ten dollars, right? No, well, just putting one character point into cash will get you fifty bucks or right fifty. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I want more starting money or if I just want to bump up. Physical to the max. Because Max Farrell McQueens. Yeah. Now I will say that it does encourage me to tell you that like five, like fours and fives are rare in stats. So like, yep. you're starting out as like a freak of nature essentially. <laughs> well, like I said, this is one note character. <laughs> if you want to do that, that's fine. But... Four would be enough. Let's uh, get okay. cash at level three. That way I can like buy stuff. Cash at three, you got four hundred, four hundred bucks. Right. In addition to the three fifty you already have. So, in terms of nations, mm-hmm. what, what do we have available? They are always attacking. You are not prepared. So, post the Great War. Mm-hmm. There are five superpowers. By the way, the 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 world is called Neris. By the way, N E R E S, just for your reference. So if somebody talks about Neris, they're maybe Earth, basically. Okay. You've got the Haldoran Third Kingdom. It was originally the first kingdom, and then many years passed. The second kingdom, and many years, but you know, you get the you get the notion. Third the Haldorans have a long history. Um, an ancient empire ruled by a monarchy. They once ruled almost two-thirds of the entire world. Hmm. They're a proud and noble people with a long military tradition and a famously dry wit. So guess what country that's based on. England. Yes. <laughs> However, they are also bound by a rigid class system and have a reputation for belligerence. <laughs> Is this to still England? <laughs> still... 
there's the Litvian Empire, a relatively young but increasingly powerful nation, renowned for its technological prowess, its wealth, and its tenacity. A hegemony of over a dozen smaller nations, cosmopolitan society embraces diversity and believes it gives them great strength, uh, brings its own traditions and customs to the melting pot that is Litvian culture. How do you spell that? That sounds... L-I-T-V-I-A-N. L-I-T-V-I-N. That's like the idealized version of America, but not the real version. They're seen as the most accepting of modern society and new discoveries. They've lost a little of themselves in their blind pursuit of advancement, however. Hmm. So yeah, it's kind of like a a golden age. Like, pure ideal America. You have the theocratic empire of Prynne. Prynne is a land covered in sprawling plains, boreal forests, and sweeping steppe land. They're commonly just called the theocracy, because they're ruled by the divine emperor. Uh Um, Mm -hmm. Japanese vibes here. Much of its culture and government mandated by the church. Mm, Kind of. Uh, More like the one of the most populous nations in Neris, but many people think it's like a stagnant old timer kind of place. the Prinnies are a dour, stoic people, but are also very family-oriented and deeply loyal to their friends. They've got a rich heritage that they're intensely proud of, and are often deeply spiritual and thoughtful individuals. However, the church's secret police have been growing in power in recent years, resulting in a growing feeling of unrest in the people of Prin. We have the Republic of Kesh. Uh... A highly religious nation with a long history and a love of trade. Unlike the pious theocracy, they believe that religion should bring happiness and freedom. Uh, They trace their history almost as far back as the Haldorans. The ancient Moldori Empire, whose religion the Republic still follows to this day. Uh, The Keshi and the theocracy have a long history of rivalry. The religions are closely linked, but each considers the other one to be heretics. Mm. Yep. The Keshi people are friendly, generous, and lively, and are naturally inclined towards trade. They also have a reputation for lax morals and an inclination towards avarice. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then there are the free nations of Kijani, which is actually where we're playing this mm-hmm. evening. Uh, they, it's the youngest, um, great, sort of youngest superpower, founded two years ago, post- wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, post the uh, the end of the Great War, um, they're a bunch so of like allied kingdoms that got together to sort of fend for themselves against everyone else. A proud and warlike nation, they have a long history of conflict with both themselves and the other nations of Neris, which has earned them a fierce reputation. A vibrant and industrious nation, keen to earn their place on the world stage. Dozens of subcultures and traditions. They're gregarious and have a great love of history and stories. However. Many people of the other nations don't are really slow to trust them because they were notoriously uh, mercenarial during the Great War. Mm-hmm. They fought on both sides. Sometimes they didn't even fight at all. They declared themselves like neutral or independent. And so people see them as like bloodthirsty mercenaries rather than... You know. In it for the money. Yeah. What, what was this? What's that? What was the name of the nation? The, the Free Nations of Kijani. K-I-J-A-N-I. K-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-J-I-
J-A-N. J-A-N-I. Kijani. And so, whatever nation you pick, I've got some like suggested names to give you an idea of like what they feel like. Litvian. So the Litvians, the suggestion for uh, Litvian names, which again, there's like a lot of their nations under them, right? That sort Mm -hmm. of create the melting pot, right? Um, Traditional Litvian male names are Dieter, Gerhard, Werner, Mm. Kurt, Horst, Otto. Of course, I stumbled into Germany. Surnames <laughs> like von Hochter, it had some Bauer, Kruger, von Fischstadt. Mm-hmm. Now, um, the like Rylanders, the Prince Dums, Germany, Prussia. Mm-hmm. The Rylanders have names like Marco, of course, Angela, Luca, Matteo, Francesca. Ah, getting that kind of Italian. Italian. Surnames nice. like Brusco, Ormani, Mangianello, Ibarra, Vasquez. Ooh. Always a good one. And then there's the Yalgiri, who have names like Johan, Jesper, Edwin, Arvid, Alexander, Victor, Emil, Oscar, Rasmus, and surnames like Ackerland, Holmberg, Lindgren, Skold, mm-hmm. Elsa Daughter. So like Scandinavian. Scandinavian yeah. Werner was my name for a German class. There's also the the Astmarkian. Thomas, Roland, Laszlo, mm. Tibor, Andrew. <coughs> Surnames like Sigoru, Eroskar, Balog, Kovacs, Horos, Bakal, Malik, Tvardov. So the Libyans have like the most like potential sort of ethnicities or whatever because they're they're a big nation with a bunch of individual peoples under them. Okay, what about Cash? The Cash, the Keshi. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of are you doing? A male character, a female character, or what? Female character. Okay. Nadia, Mira, Samia, Yasmin, Aisha, Mohisha, Madja, Riham, Safia, Tia. And their surnames are like their surnames are like Al Barik, Fela, Asa, like the Georgian, Hijazi, Basiri, mm-hmm. like that Dawash, Hamid. But still, like Arabic, like uh, Eastern yeah. European, yeah. kind of bit of bit of Turkey and yeah. easier saying Georgia in there. Yeah. So how do you spell Nadia? Seems like N-A-D-I-A. a little Slavic, but it's still. And what were some of the surnames? Al apostrophe Haza, Burhan, Al Barik, Fela, Asim. Yeah, let's go with that one. A S E M. The Kajani people are um, so male. Akida, Sefu, Reth, Suberi, Hashan, Jabali, Mosi, Malawa, Njau. Was it Mosi? M O S I. So those are more along the like uh, Ethiopian, Mali, Congolese kind of. Their, their surnames are things like 
Adibowale, Akaloye, Okoye, Bello, Mbadinuchu, Ngige, Buhari, Ife, Hajanakoko. What's my uncle's last name, Dad? He's from Nigeria. What is his last name? <laughs> Gotta Google yourself. Google your family real quick. Always pick something close to that. Okay, so you've chosen backgrounds if you wanted them. Mm-hmm. Put all your character points into things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Put your three knacks where you want them to be. Mm-hmm. You start with three moxie points. Nice. And those moxie points refresh at the start of play, right? Every time you start playing again. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're equal to the adventure level, which is a standard adventure, so you start with three. Okay. And sometimes you can be um, you can be kind of gifted more at the end if you are particularly heroic or yeah. pulpy or whatever, right? Whatever we're looking for. You've got your three hundred and fifty dollars, right? Or mm-hmm. however much. That's yeah. so. All, now all you have to do is buy equipment, right? So we've got weapons here, both of the ranged and melee variety, military or otherwise. Uh, we've got armor. Um, we've got the pieces of equipment like climbing gear, a holster, and a backpack, an oil lantern, etc., mm. etc. Et Field radio, a gas mask. Um, and so on and so forth. So, just tell me what you want. How much is a gas mask? A gas mask is twenty dollars. Not too bad. While wearing a gas mask, a character is immune to any airborne toxins or gases because it's because it was made for like mustard gas, mm-hmm. like the, the strong stuff. Let's talk about armor. Armor. Okay, I'm, I'm for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So it depends on what kind of armor value you want and how much money you want to spend. Right? The basic thing is like wearing a thick leather jacket, mm. which will give you an armor value of two, mm. but it costs 25 bucks. And the armor values go up by two for every sort of uh, uh, level up, right? For instance, a silk vest is four AV. That costs fifty dollars, mm-hmm. twice as much. Flak armor is a six AV, but that costs two hundred dollars. That's a big step up. A steel vest gives you eight armor value. That costs three hundred dollars. Something called storm armor, which gives you an AV of ten, mm. and that costs six hundred dollars. It's like. War armor, or if for some reason you had two thousand plus dollars, <laughs> you could get an Ansler Tech suit, which Ooh. is experimental armor, <laughs> which has got like magnetic fields and weird alloys and shit. Oh, I'm afraid I'm limited to storm armor at most. Storm armor, and uh, it's like stormtrooper armor. <laughs> uh, it's a f- 
like in the in the in the Nazi sense, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a full suit of steel armor worn over a canvas undersuit, with a fully enclosed helmet that incorporates a gas mask. Such suits were issued to important officers or squads of elite soldiers during the war. Now, is there any social stigma to wearing certain kinds of armor? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you show up, you know, jacked you show up in your storm up, armor in the middle of the town, and they're like, what the fuck is going on? The police will be there in a matter of minutes. <laughs> yeah. They, they, got, they got phones. They could just, like, <laughs> do the rotary dial. This motherfucker is in the middle of the street looking like a battle tank. <laughs> so if you wore, like, a steel vest, would that cause much of a stir? That's still, like, obviously battle gear. Like, it's a much heavier version of flak armor. Um, it was issued to assault troops during the Great War to protect them during trench assaults, for instance. Typically sold with a visored steel helmet. So, yeah, I mean, that's like... You look like a soldier at that point. So it sounds like the flak is the... Next step down. It's like the middle ground of people will still kind of maybe side-eye you, but... Well... Flak vests were issued to every soldier in the Great War. Hmm. Um, they're typically sold with a steel helmet as well. So it's like the very bottom of like your your basic grunt is going to wear so a flak flak So the silk vest. So is after the first that blend. is like stuff that you can walk around. Thick leather jacket and a silk vest is like guaranteed not to roll any eyes whatsoever. Okay. Silk vests are easily concealed beneath other clothing, or sometimes designed to even just look like everyday clothing. Multiple layers of silk and canvas. Mm-hmm. Silk is what armor value? Four. four. For the silk vest, it's four. Yeah. And I'm guessing no armor stacking. No. Yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to stack some storm armor under some other storm armor. They'll have to excavate your body. Mm-hmm. How much are weapons? So what, what's a what's a gun? Good idea. So what kind of gun do you want? Uh, how much like, was the silk vest? The 50. silk vest is fifty dollars. Just like a pistol. <clears throat> uh, yeah, a pistol is going to be like eighty dollars. Okay, that's and that is a self-loading pistol. Ooh. Fires bullets from a vertical magazine and recocks itself with every shot. Nice. Damage. Self-loading pistol does two d six. Range. One hundred. And that range is the maximum number of yards. Yep. Right. Okay. Yards. Magazine. Uh, Ten. Any other qualities? No. A box with of uh, fifty bullets for the pistol costs eight dollars. Just to just to let you know. Okay. What? It... And my assumption is that when you buy a weapon, you've got at least first mag free. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, what are some other firearms? Uh, there are there are the light and heavy revolvers, um, pump action and break action shotguns, sawn off shotguns as well. Combat rifle, carbine, you've got the traditional bow and crossbow as well, because hunting's still going on, or guerrilla warfare, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, for conventional melee weapons, you've got knife, club, brass knuckles, sword, axe, machete, whip, spear, javelin. Um, military ranged weapons, 
submachine gun, howitzer pistol, flamethrower, <laughs> machine gun, How heavy machine gun, supposed to be light artillery, you know, etc. Et uh, trench knife. Uh, you can also get a rig knife. Is that a like knife for a rig or a, a rig-sized blade capable of cutting through okay. sheet steel in a single blow? You've got a pneumatic knife as well. Yeah, I figured that. I figured Carried by like, some rigs. I, I figured like one rig would have like a pneumatic chainsaw kind of. Grenades, knife. smoke bombs, fire bombs, TNT. Monoblade. Ans- an Ansler Tech pistol, an Ansler Tech rifle, and a pulse grenade. Hmm. I'm guessing those are painfully expensive. Wait, so is Demolitions making yes. weapons or, or making bombs, or is that for like the grenades? Demolitions is. Let me get it. Let me give you the exact wording so I don't. I don't. Leave I may straight. have a trained and knacked. <laughs> do I? Do I need to untrain that? Uh, you can properly use, handle, set, and diffuse explosives. It also allows a character to create their own explosives and also recognize other such devices. So how would I procure equipment? Just maybe like the electronics to do that. How much would that cost? Just like tools, I guess. Okay, yeah, I can give you that. That would be under like equipment. I guess you still need to do your weapons. Yeah. are Demolitions, Education, and Science. Nice. I've got Rig Handling, Mechanics, and Diplomacy for my max. So spread across all three. I'm just going to need lots of diesel. Just pack it. Just mm. pack just, It just burns. It just burns a lot. Unless you happen to have it like pressurized vapor. Then you gotta worry. That's what I can do. Just make a flame tower. Yeah, there you go. I'm sure those exist. But it's still, it's still, you have to actually really get it vaporized. Hmm. Need to get easily, a even if you like a, even if, if it's just like a pool, a match won't really light it. Hmm. It needs time to evaporate a little bit. You need like, you need like a mechanics kit. You know what I mean? Because you've got tools with you, right? And then you'd have to you'd have to acquire the supplies, right? And then there's a little there's a tiny crafting system where you're just like, oh, what's the kind of thing I want to make? Mm. How much is that gonna cost. cost in terms of crafting points? Not not money, but like. And so you do a check and you see how how long it takes you and blah blah blah. I would say that like a mechanics kit, which is sixty dollars. We'll give you everything you need to like do mechanic stuff. You can also get a simpler version of that with a toolkit, where it's just mm-hmm. like a spanner, a hammer, a screwdriver, that sort of thing. That's okay. what sixty, you said. Mechanics kit is sixty. A toolkit just costs six dollars. Okay, this is what I'm looking for in weapons. Okay. Price is not so much as a as a detriment <laughs> to me. So I want something good. But I don't want something I'm going to get arrested for. 
There is no overlap between these two things. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a license? <laughs> I swear, officer, it's for now, hunting. Now, luckily, since we're playing in Kajani, uh, it specifically says, uh, no one will look twice at a character openly wearing a pistol on his belt in any part of Kajani, for instance. However, if they were visiting the gleaming metropolis of Eisenstas, they would conceal it. Right? So it depends on where you where you are, right? Okay. Local weapon uh, laws. Yeah, so if you firearms. so if you had like a pistol or a revolver or whatever in a holster, maybe even like a sawn-off shotgun again in a holster or some kind of bag or something like that. Not a big deal. If you're carrying around with like a car, like a combat rifle strapped to your back, even in Kajani they're going to be like this motherfucker came in here. Mm-hmm. Come on, they're like. Awkward flex, but you know. Yeah. Uh, How do they feel about melee weapons? Like, if I was carrying around the sword. Uh, yeah. Most people seeing as how like most people are fighting with like guns nowadays, they're like, all right, that's kind of weird, but okay. Old fashioned, yeah. okay. It's family yeah. or um, yeah. Or I could just say it's weapon. It's for recreation. Recreation. Sure. Yeah. Well, a sword would be sixty dollars, and it would give you a three d six damage. Plus, plus physique development rate. Nice. Okay, let's go with this. Swords are still a reasonably common weapon. Uh, many officers carried sabers during the Great War. Yeah. Even in the Spanish War, a lot of cavalry still had sabers. Yeah. Because they were easy. Well, even World War One. During the during the Great War, these these uh, the forces were still like. Riding horses with sabers and pistols and everything like that, doing cavalry charges and things, until somebody invented the machine gun. And they're like, "Well, no, no even <laughs> that when, time has passed." Well, even, even. Well, I'm World talking War about in, in this yeah, in this yeah, setting. They're like, even the Great War. Oh, nope. Yep. <laughs> We're jumping right to trench warfare. Nope. Yep. Thank you. So uh, that's how you get revolvers. Mm-hmm. Revolvers. Yeah. Uh, handguns. I want something. Packs a punch. Not going to get me arrested. And, uh... So the personal death ray is out. <laughs> yeah. Just just get, get just get your Hammer of Dawn, you know. It'll look like a pistol, but it's your laser guidance system. So a heavy revolver like is probably what you want. Okay. It does 3d6. It's like a large, high-caliber revolver, so you're talking about like a Dirty Harry nice. style kind of gun. You know what I mean? Um, question about... So that does 3d6 damage... It has a range of a hundred. It has a magazine of six, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and it costs a hundred bucks. It's not one of those How much weird revolvers. Fifty. Fifty. Yeah, the silk vest was fifty. Yep. I think most of us are probably going to be wearing that. And how much are bullets for that? For the a box of thirty bullets for a heavy revolver costs ten bucks. So you get thirty bullets for ten bucks. And again, you start with six in the chamber. Lucky you. Bullets times 60. Two boxes. Mm -hmm. Go fancy. Now, obviously, if you're carrying this ammunition and you want to get at it easily, I would 
would suggest like a bandolier or maybe a backpack or something like that. You have to be kind of reasonable about mm-hmm. where you're storing. A holster and a bandolier, what would that run? A holster, hip or shoulder for a pistol, would mm-hmm. just be one dollar. However, you can mm-hmm. also get a quick draw holster. Yes, please. <laughs> a character can draw a weapon from a quick draw holster as a free action. Nice. Meaning they wouldn't have to spend an action to like okay. change what they should normally do. Mm-hmm. That costs four dollars. Because you I think I can make that. Because you know it's like it's the industrial age. People can make leather like you know, mm-hmm. whatever, like rivet some stuff together. There you go. Yeah. We got tons of dead cows and leather ready to go. Yeah, got to feed what, the world. What were grenades? The grenades? There, you take the pen out of them. <laughs> so it's a big building with patience. But, um, grenades cost twenty bucks per grenade. Right. They do five d six. You are definitely going to get arrested if you. That's <laughs> just just hide them in a pocket. Grenades and firebombs are almost universally illegal for non-military personnel. <laughs> yep. Which is why many criminals repurpose mining explosives. So, uh, mining explosives. So How much like, do those cost? They're like an ammo belt, so I can ammo bandolier. Yeah, you can wear it across here. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, bandolier is six. Six bucks. So I, can, I have potentially like one hundred forty dollars still left. Wow. Got to Google how to spell that because I always mess it up. Bandolier. Yep. B a n d o l i e r. Thank you very much. Yeah, I agree. Like bando liar. Yep. It's a band of liars. Mm. Names. Got sixty-two bucks left. I feel that's that's some good walking around money. So, hi yeah. guys. Five hundred and ten dollars left. <laughs> you you could do the. Would uh, you like to buy a car? You, you could do the. Fun. How about Any, a vowel? <laughs> Any suggestions? suggestions? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So you got a sword. You've got a revolver. Heavy revolver specifically. Got a holster and ammo belt. Mm-hmm. Bullets. Um. Let's see here. You can also pick up some. What about medical equipment? That's what I'm getting to. Yeah. yeah. How much are those? Uh, elixirs, I think it was. Tinctures, mm-hmm. if you will. Okay. I'm gonna say. You could buy some expensive clothing if you wanted to look really good. Um, uh, rope, climbing gear, telescope, survival gear, a backpack, torches, candles, a spirit lighter, um, small mechanical fire lighter that runs off of an internal reservoir of flammable spirits. Oh, what was that? Spirit it's a spirit lighter. How much? Uh, spirit lighter costs two bucks. If used as a light source, a spirit lighter will burn for 15 minutes and cast dim light in a five-foot radius before it needs to be refueled for a dollar. 
box of matches, first aid kit, which you'll need if you want to do medicine checks without penalty. Mm. A what? A first aid kit. First aid. You can also have a doctor's kit as well, which does the same thing but also gives you 1d6 on medical checks. Uh, lock picks, burglar's tools. Uh, how much is the doctor's kit? The doctor's kit is $60. Oh, so most of the kits are $60. Probably. Do you have medicine? Yeah. Would you like for me to buy a doctor's kit for you? I mean, I got 60 bucks left after that still, so... You can buy a field radio, a firearms kit. What's firearms kit do? For cleaning and maintaining firearms. Yeah, it allows a user to create new ammunition if they've got casts and powder and all that stuff. Save those shells. So you could like use the crafting system to just make spirit lighter is probably not hot enough to be like you a, can buy a horse like a, a mm. esseline torch uh, and some riding gear. Oh, no. no. What if, about if the you're burning spirits? You're gonna be lucky to get high temps off of it. So there's where the lighter comes in. Where's the? What's the difference between burglar's tools and? Because uh, that's where I'm like. Lockpicks. You know, it's like the door. difference between a first aid kit and a doctor's kit. Lockpicks allow you to perform security checks without penalty. Burglar's tools allow you to do that, plus give you a D6 bonus. Fix your ring. Okay, so I'll buy some burglar's tools. Burglar's tools is sixty bucks. Sweet, sweet sixty. So mostly equipment, pack, equipment, kits, sixty bucks. That makes it a little simple. Also get some marijuana if you want. Dope. What is like the price rope? of weed? Ten dollars. <laughs> wow. Is that like per pound or per joint? Per dose. Uh, <laughs> okay. Taking marijuana increases the difficulty of all actions by one for an hour unless you pass a DP2 willpower check. Hmm. <laughs> so Won't make that. You can also there. There isn't one. There isn't really one. Okay. You, just, I mean, you just zone out, man. You just zone out. <laughs> you can also, like, if you want to, if you want to take that leap, you can get macogmetics, right? Artificial limbs and organs and stuff. But what's the cost on those things? Depends on what you want. What's the cheapest? Uh, the cheapest thing is split between a Mark II arm and a Mark II leg. Skeletal steel alternative to a missing... Like most versions replace the here's an arm, for instance. Most versions replace the whole arm from the shoulder. Uh, they're ungainly and obvious, but they're just they're strictly just replacements. They don't gain any you don't get any benefit from them, just mm-hmm. that like, oh I have my arm back again. Yep. And a single Hansler Tech power cell will power that arm for a month. Now let's say you got a Mark III arm instead. That can be used to gain 1d6 to any physique skill related to strength or grip, and 1d6 to any melee damage roll. But you'd be consuming charges from the power cell you're using. Mm. Uh, burns brighter. You could buy steel skin. <laughs> nice. 
a permanent AV of six and gains a bonus plus 1d6 to all intimidate skill checks. Hmm. How much is that? Five? Steel skin is $120. Oh! That's... Mech Augmentics happen to be cheap because they just came out of the war. Yep. Soldiers were using them all the time. So there's tons of them on the market. Yeah. So that seems pretty Reasonably nice. cheap and readily available. I can almost, I can almost buy that. Is Even... That... Does that stack with an armor bonus from uh, equipment? No. Mm. A character with steel skin has a permanent AV of six. Which, I mean, is a step above so fast. Mm-hmm. And I doubt people are going to... Think badly? Well, <laughs> they're going to think badly. There will be prejudice, but I don't think they're going to be like, Hey, buddy, you're Res- going to need to go somewhere Recipients of steel skin look strange, angular, and menacing. Angular. Some Some people elect to have it fitted... Because they've lost a large amount of skin due to burn scars. Ooh. Others do so because they enjoy the fear of others. <laughs> what about a motorcycle? Can I buy a motorcycle? No way. Yeah. This is gone now. Let me take a look at the vehicles real quick. Motorcycle. Do you want a sidecar? No. Then it's $150. Alright. I'm buying a motorcycle. Oh man, then I can't wear like goggles in the sidecar. Man. <laughs> well, you do got bombs. <laughs> Just toss them out while we're driving. Just drive. <laughs> How much is it for the sidecar? $20 more dollars. <gasps> Okay. That's reasonable. Reasonable. <laughs> so it's 170. For the purchases, I think I'm good. I'm good. What are you thinking, Lance? Anything mm-hmm. extra? Yeah, tapping out money wise. I think I think we'll be good. Unless if I get like minor supplies. Hmm. So on the back, you've got background information, equipment, and notes. In the front, you've got weapons, and everything else should be good now because you've yep. filled it all out. Except concept, which I mean is it's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, it's supposed to be a brief. Washed up gunslinger turned gambler, or it might be something as simple as engineer. Free trader. 
perhaps a free traitor. Mm. <laughs> that falls off the back of an airship. Who am I to say no? Yeah. <laughs> it's free real estate. <laughs> it's free cargo. <laughs> okay. I can neither confirm nor deny that I paid the people to throw it off the airship. <laughs> Hey, no, no, no. If, if they threw it off, that's a transaction. You paid for it. It's your cargo. That's legal. <laughs> Even if it wasn't their cargo. Mm, okay. That, that's what I was There's some implying. potential... Hmm. That's what I was implying. You, you just have to imply that you had been wronged in that transaction, that you believed the goods to be legitimate. They were just, you know, sitting there. The implication was that they were for me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me go. Before <laughs> yep. we get started. In the meantime, what is everybody's name so I can get it for the recordings? Lance? Mosi Okara. Please spell that. M O S I. O-K-P-A-R-A And then what's your concept just so I can Engineer uh, in Inventor There's a lot more Experimenter Mad Inventor Mad, mad Inventor Yeah Robert? Nadia Asim. N-A-D-I-A? Yeah. Help on the last name? I think he was A-S-E-M. A-S-E-M. Okay. Concept? Femme fatale dilettante. Sometimes just needs a little peer pressure to do it. No, that just makes me feel worse for having it. Because then they're giving you perfectly the, valid reasons why you're not. Inverse of peer pressure, where you're doing all the pressuring on you. That's called, that? like, that's called anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> that's, that's anxiety. like anxiety. That's anxiety. Or, or, or that's my I'm sure there is one. <laughs> I think just gets up and leaves. Yes. I think compulsion yeah. also fits under, you know, self peer pressure. You feel like you have to do it so bad. 
Well, yeah. In a, I in mean, a different sense. Legitimate. And I'm going to completely whiff on it. But that also is... The flip side is... So what is... What, what, are, mm. are, what are the names, by the way? I am Dieter. D-I-E-T-E-R. Sure. Von Rheinland. R-H-E-I-N-L-A-N-D. R... What now? Try it again. H... Uh, R H E I N L A N D to Rhineland. <laughs> That's really on the nose. Yep. <laughs> Rhineland. Okay. A free trader oh, from Lithuania. Uh, Lithuanian free, free trader. trader. Got it. Mm-hmm. Male character, I assume. Was mm-hmm. Dieter. Okay. Lance? Mosi. M-O-S-I. And what was your last name? I'm sorry. Okpara. I think that's how we pronounce it. Just spell it for me. O-K-P-A-R-A. Okay. Find out that's my And you are a Keshi... Keshi. No, no, no. Kajani. Oh, that's right. You're Kajani. You almost got me. Kajani. Hey, no. Kajani, what's your concept? Uh... I think we had said it was like mad engineering, you know, mad experimental bomb maker. Mosi. M O S I. It doesn't always have to do with bombs, but sometimes they explode. That's why, you know, okay. medical training. That is a male character, I assume. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Robert. It's Nadia Asim. She's a Cassie Femme Fatale Dilettante. Okay. I'm shocked. Yeah. <laughs> what was your what's your last name? Again? Asim. A S C M? Yeah. Yeah. Asim. Keshi. Okay. Well if there's if there have there have been a handful of games where the 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 femme fatale sort of type is super appropriate. This would be one. <laughs> so she normally does when it's appropriate. It's there. 